This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Spoiler alert! What Did You Watch This Week is a candid discussion about recent movies and TV shows, and it may contain spoilers if you haven't watched them yet. Listen at your own risk. Episode number 343 of What Did You Watch This Week? My name is Mike. My name is John. Yo, how's it going? Hey, yo. Yo, 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 yo. So I uh, I did not watch a ton this week. Uh, I watched a little bit of stuff and things. And mm-hmm. uh, the Super Bowl. Um, as You know, honestly, I'll talk about the Super Bowl real quick. It was a good sure. game. Yeah. The game itself was good. It was competitive. Until the last two minutes, which or a few minutes, which I understand what Kansas City was doing. They want to win the game. They want to win the Super Bowl. However, it was a really great competitive game. And then they said, hey, let's just going to run the clock down now because they can. And it's a smart move because you're trying to win and you don't want the other team to give the opportunity to score or whatever. So I, I get it. I get that. It's just very boring for the fans watching, mm. unless you're a Chiefs fan. Um, it's just very boring for the fans. It's very anticlimactic after a pretty exciting game. Um, yeah. And I thought the halftime show was very lack. Like uh, the, the halftime show was like the, the dancing and the stuff like that was decent. Like the stage setup was decent. You know, Rihanna sang all of her hit songs, but like you could tell she was lip syncing and apparently didn't give a shit uh, because there was blatant times when like our audio was off by a tick. Like you could see it with the commentators. Like it would be like their lips weren't quite synced up with what they were saying. So it was off by a tick, but not enough that it was obvious. But like when she's singing and her microphone's not at her mouth, like that's pretty clear that she's not singing. Gotcha. So but I think I have a hard time uh, anything topping Lady Gaga's performance from a few years ago. So I, I saw some of the pictures of the stage that she was performing on because it kept showing up on my newsfeed saying, can we all agree that this is a super smash brothers stage? Oh, hundred percent. It sure. 100%. Looked like it. Yes, it did. Apparently she was also um, performing while pregnant. So good for her. Yes. Which is interesting because she just had a baby. My wife was telling me in May, like she looked it up. And it's okay. February, and she's already pregnant again and showing. I mean, May was almost a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. So so that baby's almost a year old. Well, May was nine months ago. Okay. So that baby's nine months old. Right. But I'm just saying, she got pregnant fast. Okay. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people do it fast. Some people spread it out like you did. Um, I, I have no kids, so... I don't really have uh, a horse in the game, but or a dog in the pony show, or however you you say that. Uh, I believe when they're born that close together, they're called Irish twins. 
I had never heard that phrase. I believe that is the vernacular. If you were to okay. Google. Uh, Irish twin, plural Irish twins, either a pair of siblings, uh, either a either of a pair of a siblings born less than 12 months apart, uh, especially if born within the same calendar year or school year or born, you know, so, hmm. yeah, Irish twins. I wonder why they call them Irish twins. It originated in the 1800s as a way to poke fun of Irish Catholic immigrant families who didn't have access to birth control. Interesting. And apparently pulling out was too difficult. Okay. Huh. <clears throat> apparently they're also known as Catholic twins or Dutch twins, but primarily Irish twin is really stuck with it. Hmm. Okay. Well, so, there it is. I learned something today. I was just thinking the same thing today. And the teacher said my nose would stop bleeding so much if I kept my finger out of there. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ralph. Um, so as far as shows go this week, um, I watched more than you, but, um, oh, that's a play on words. I just realized because I'm looking at my notes and one of the shows that I watched was you. So I watched more than you. Ha <laughs> ha. <Get> it? <laughs> it's a double Get entendre it. there. I did not watch any of you as of yet. We're three episodes in. Um, as I said, this season is broken up into five episodes now and then five episodes in March. So we're three episodes in. It's good. They still do a really good job with the uh, cliffhanger ending on each episode. Um, it's a very different take this season, though. And they talked about that right in the beginning. It's not a spoiler, but like this season is a murder mystery. Uh, plain and simple. Oh, somebody gets murdered is... and shows right in the middle of it. Um, or sorry, John. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. That definitely that is out of uh, sync, I guess, if you will, from yes. what we've been seeing. There's a uh, I saw an article recently that said that Penn Badgley actually went to them and said um, this season, I would like to go down to zero sex scenes. Like he wanted to take the sex out of his character, not to make him asexual, but he wanted to take that aspect out. He did. He was tired of having like part of his character arc be on screen fucking. And they were like, sure. And so they did. So they went from a hundred to zero in like that. Huh? Um, Hmm. it's good. Um, it's, it's definitely showing the difference between the elite and the non-elite. You know, there's protesters on the street saying, kill the rich, eat the rich. Um, it's a central theme going on right now. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm digging it. Three episodes in, we got two more to go before the break. Yep. And then we got to wait till March, but really, really digging on it. Um, Kate and I have watched the first six episodes of Poker Face. And Julie and I also caught up on that. So oh, Okay. So as a whole, we've really enjoyed it, but we both agree that episode six is the weakest in our opinion. The uh, you know, the one with, with Tim Meadows. Really? Actors, yeah, we thought that was the weakest of all the episodes so far for us. For our for our particular taste. So I've loved them all. I don't I don't know which one I would consider the weakest. I like this one was the first one to shock me. 
Like, oh, the good twist in it. Yeah. Yeah. Like the twist was, it just caught me by surprise. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, it's not often that that, you know, that like, it's not often that something catches me by surprise. And I'm like, I haven't seen it coming five moves away. And I'm like, Holy crap. That's amazing. So, Mm -hmm. um, I really liked that. Uh, so why did you guys think it was the weakest? I'm I, no, sorry, I'm sitting just, here like, like trying to figure it out it, my head. And I'm like, it was the least inter- I mean, like the twist was cool, but like of all the episodes, I kind of we kind of felt like it was, and maybe it's because it was all encapsulated in that in that one stage, sure, that one set. But I just I found this story the least interesting of all the stories. Yeah, yes, okay. the twist was unique because it's like, oh, wow, this was very elaborate between the two of them. Yeah, but I also love the fact when their co-star caught, like found the script, it was like, yeah, this is from like an episode of your TV show, like <laughs> verbatim. Fuckers didn't even change the dialogue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I thought that was funny because um, it actually really showed how stupid they really were, and yeah. that they weren't as clever as like you initially thought. Because they yeah. came up with this scheme, it's like, no, they stole it from their old TV show and did a poor job ripping it off. Yes. Um, but yeah, as far as storyline goes, it was the one, I don't know. I, I just, I enjoyed the other episodes more like the first episode did a really good job setting up, you know, the character mm-hmm. and, and really except for one, well, I guess two of the episodes that, that, that backstory hasn't been that, that big, you know, her being on the run. Right. Um, it's, it's a looming threat. But it's one that's kind of skirted around for the most part, because honestly, if they, you know, if he catches up to her, then the show's over. It's like you've got some of these uh, videos, yes. Resident Evil 3, Resident Evil 2. Yes. You know, you've got this unstoppable character that's coming at you. And if it catches you, you're just dead. Like, that's it. Yes. It's just game over. Um, and that's kind of what it is here. Like, if he catches her the show's over. She's not plucky enough to like wiggle yep. her way out of handcuffs or talk her way out of this. She is dead. So correct. It, he's not it makes police. sense that he's, yeah. 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 Yep. He's, he's coming for her, but yeah, we would probably hate it a lot more. If every episode we saw him getting closer or saw him yeah. almost get her and then she slips away. So like episode two makes sense because she meets that trucker who's got the conspiracy thing. She's kind of paranoid. So she's like, hey, if you run your card, they'll find you in four hours. They'll be here. You know what I mean? And and I like the throwback because then we fast forward to rest in metal episode four. And she he's like, well, you could probably get what you want. I mean, you did go viral a few hours, you know, go viral. What are you talking about? And they showed the viral video of her. Uh What was that posted? And he's like, oh, four hours ago here. Hey, Charlie. And there's Benjamin Bratt. Like, <laughs> and it was so perfect. Yeah, it was really well done. So I, I, I did enjoy that little throwback. But like the night shift was cool. Again, where she met the trucker and he, she set up for murder. And we have the dumbass nephew that works at the, you know, for uh, John Ratzenberg. And I was going to say for Cliff. For Cliff Clavin. Yeah. And he works at the place. And, you know, I, I thought that was cool. Um, uh, the stall about, uh, the barbecue place in Texas. Mm. I thought that was great. Uh, the, the whole storyline, you know, the brother and the sister, uh, the, the, I mean the, the brother, brother-in-law and sister-in-law, or whatever, having the affair and setting up the other brother's side, he's going to suddenly sell his business, uh, rest in metal with, uh, Chloe Sevigny and, 
the 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 band going on the road and I just thought how they got caught at the end was hilarious. Like, oh, that's the Benson theme. And, you know, (laughs) know, and that's the thing, just what we were talking about earlier about 10 minutes in when they're first out on the road and the kids like making his own music. I went, he's, he's going to rip off the Benson theme. I was like, you know, he's watching the episodes. I was like, he's going to rip it off. And yeah. yeah. (laughs) And like, you know, the podcast was like, oh, hey, you should, uh, you should use and like that episode had a really long intro, if you will, mm-hmm. like 20, 25 minutes before we see Charlie, you know, before it starts over with her. And I really dig that format as well, how we get the intro and the kind of like the crime happens or whatever. And then we see where Charlie's been this whole time, how she's in relation to the story, how she was in the background. And so now I find myself looking to try to see her somewhere in the background. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's a really unique way to do things, and you and I were talking about this the other night. They yeah. they started that, or it's been done before, I'm sure, but I first saw it really predominantly in Knives Out, where yes. basically they tell you everything that happened, and then we kind of go back and rehash it and find out what really, really happened. Yes. Um, so all of these, you basically watch – a very long, this is not law and order where, you know, a jogger in the first three minutes comes across the dead body and then they have to do the investigation yes. and then they have to prosecute. It's dun, not dun. like that at all. Right. Yeah. This is, you watch an entire episode of a show essentially. And you watch yeah. these people lead up to the death of somebody. And in most cases, murder. Um, and then, like you said, they flip it. We go back in time a little bit, sometimes even before we saw this, you know, like with the uh, the stall, like we picked up, say, on day two. And then when we flip back in time, we go back to day one. Um, so you go back in time and you see everything that led up to it with how Charlie was there for it. So you get to see the same events happening sometimes a little bit different. Cause you're off screen or something yep. like, like uh, in the stall that you had him get attacked by a dog and he beats the dog and dumps it on the side of the road. And, you know, Julie and I were like, Oh my God, that's terrible. Oh, you know, freaking dog. And then when you flip back to Charlie's part and you see her pick <laughs> up the dog and you find out he's a racist, but he's not really, but yeah, but you know. he's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. He's anti-Semitic and racist. And cause he wants to listen to uh, talk radio, like Fox news radio. And- right. And then I love when we meet that DJ and he literally is every DJ does every character, every voice, <laughs> every show. Yep. Like that was awesome. So essentially you watch, like I said, you watch an episode of the show and then they go, but here's what really happened. It reminds me of the ending of Clue, you know, where it's like, oh, that's how it could have ended. But what about this? Yes, yes. Or or maybe it happened this way. Yes, yep. exactly. So, And again, this is not law and order. So you never get the wrap up at the end. Well, you get to see part of the wrap up, like in this most recent one, well, in episode six, you get to see the police show up and kind of shed a tear during the monologue and everything. Oh, but you the monologue, watch- I, I love like, oh, shit, they found us out. What do we do? Use it. And then mm-hmm. they go out and give the performance of their lives, <laughs> you know, and I love yep. how it ended with the, the lady dropping through the trap door and then black. And it just goes to credits. It's like, we don't yep. see them get handcuffed, get hauled away or whatever. Yep. And, and really like the only episode where Charlie kind of has interaction with the police outside the first episode is, uh, the time of the monkey, which is where he has, she, you know, him, the, the FBI agent, you know? 
Yes, which I love that too. That's going to come up later on because, you know, he said, if you ever get in trouble, you let me know. Exactly. And we, you know, uh, like you said, uh, J- uh, Judith Light and, and S. Epithath, I can't pronounce her name. S. Epitha Parkinson. Yeah. Like, I love their two characters and you meet them and you, like they tell their side of the story. And then Charlie later. And I love like how she sees the flashback and now they're not like writing protest signs. They're making bombs with mm-hmm. the pressure cookers. And like, I, you know, like I, I thought you were a couple of cool ladies, but you're actually shitheads. <laughs> And then they just take the murdering people, which Kate and I are like, how'd they get out of jail? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was, it's a great show. We got four more episodes. It really is a season. great show. If yeah. you like anything murder mystery, anything with a dark comedy to it, you got to check this show out. It's on Peacock yeah. and it's phenomenal. They're doing one episode a week. They're up to six episodes so far. Just check it out. And if you if you haven't like if you're not familiar with like Rianne Johnson, um, you need to Ryan. go back and huh? It's pronounced Ryan. Okay, Ryan Johnson. Uh, you need to go back and watch his first film, Brick, because it is phenomenal. Yeah, that, that is. Oh my god, a, that took me by surprise. I need to watch that with Kate because I don't think she's seen it yet. But it's a uh, and I haven't watched it in quite a long time. But it's like an old gumshoe who done it murder mystery um like a humphrey bogart style one except it's with uh what's his name uh joseph gordon levitt um, and yeah that one ended up, i think i told you that one ended up being on my curriculum in my uh appreciation yes. of film class yep yep i don't know if i've ever seen the brothers bloom which was a second film but i i now i need to go watch it i've never seen uh, that adrian, adrian brody mark ruffalo um rachel wise yeah so i need to go back and watch that and then um of course looper is a, actually a very good movie we it really that is in theaters uh and then star wars the last jedi knives out and glass onion knives out mystery so like he's he's got some great and he's great, not just great, the great. director on these he's the writer right? oh he wrote and directed all of them and he produced yep. knives out and glass onion and knives out mystery so like mm-hmm. i'm yeah i need to go back and watch brick with kate i think she would really like that a lot it came out in 2005 and then i need to check out the brothers bloom i gotta see if that's uh streaming anywhere because i am actually not familiar with that movie neither am i i mean i'm excited to actually learn about it right now because i sometimes have paralysis of choice at night (laughs) (laughs) so it'll be nice to be able to watch that uh be able to pick so here we go looks like you can watch it on youtube for with ads for free yeah watch on rent on amazon prime for 3.99 yep yeah, I'll figure something out, but I do. Sure I do you plan. Will. On, I do plan on checking that out. Now. Yeah. So. Yep. Anyhow. Uh, I, I have caught up on Grimm. Okay. I literally have the last episode to watch. Oh wow. And I'll so, be done so with my rewatch of the series, huh? What's your next one going to be? I probably will. F- Go instead of rewatching something, I'll probably like finish Wednesday because I haven't finished Wednesday yet. So I'll okay. finish that. The TV show Wednesday, you know, Wednesday Adams. Yeah. Uh, I'll finish that and then I'll probably jump into the X Files because okay. it's the 30th anniversary of the X Files this year. So, okay. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out if the last episode's a double episode in length, if it's just standard length or not. 
because it doesn't show it's like episodes, you know, 12 and 13. It's just episode 13, the end. No, it's only 42 minutes. So there we go. Okay. Uh, I will say going back and watching it, I remembered how annoying we found Diana because they're, uh huh. Uh huh. Like mm-hmm. it's all the time. All the mm-hmm. time. Uh huh. But, anyways, uh-huh. uh, and how much I enjoy the, the romance of Adeline and, and Nick for some reason, but I do. And <laughs> um, I kind of wish we actually got more of it, but whatever it is, what it is. Uh, and at least, you know, they got a cancellation date, so they knew it was going to be the last episode opposed to uh, um, getting canceled and not knowing. Gotcha. So, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So, um, we, how's your uh, Doctor Who watch? We have not watched any more episodes of Doctor Who. Um, we did finish season two of Mr. Robot, though. We were only like one episode away, I think. So we just finished season two, which ended on the cliffhanger of, uh, you know, Elliot deciding that he was going to stop Terrell and Terrell pulling out the gun and saying, you told me to stop anybody who got in your way, including yeah. you. And then we get the, uh, the pan over to Angela and, you know, she picks up the phone. She's like, Terrell, is that you? Yeah. No, you, you did right by calling me. No, I should be the first, he, I should be the first face that he sees when he wakes up. Okay. I'll be right over. Okay. Black. Yeah. <laughs> so excited to uh, jump into season three. Um, we, uh, yeah, we spent a lot of this weekend just relaxing and playing Hogwarts Legacy because that's out. And video game wise, it's way better than it deserves to be. Like, I was expecting a game that was just, you know, oh, it's a throwaway cash grab for Harry Potter. No, the gameplay is phenomenal, <laughs> the mechanics are great. Uh, it's, it's really well done. So we spent a lot of time with that this weekend. That's why we didn't watch a ton. Okay. Um, quantum leap, let them play. Yeah. So this was, it took place in 2012 and it's about a, and Ben leaps into a high school basketball coach who doesn't obviously know anything that's going on, but hey, we got to win the game. So he sticks someone in the game and everyone's like, are you sure? Are you sure? He's like, yeah. And it, apparently it's not only his daughter, Gia, um, but she's apparently transgender. And uh, there's a lot of backlash because of that. So that was a uh, uh, kind of a topical episode for 2023. I don't know if in 2012 it was, not that it wasn't that big of an issue, but I don't remember it making headlines 10 years ago. Um, I was distracted in 2012 for the first uh, half of the court th- uh, third of the year. Yeah. I don't remember it being a big thing in 2012. I do remember it being a big thing in the last few years, you know, like should transgender men to women be allowed to participate in women's sports? No one seems to care if transgender women, uh, men to women, um, sorry, women to men play in men's sports but they do care if men to women play in women's sports um so the last couple of years it has become more prominent as everybody's trying to figure out what's going on you know like where there's a lot of people fighting back they're setting boundaries they're setting up rules they're trying to basically squash the rights that that transgender people have been given but yeah it was a problem back then as well um i just don't remember being a problem yeah, when I say problem, I mean like 
there were issues with people protesting. There were issues with people, you know, running these transgender kids into the ground. Um, they were committing suicide. Like it, it's been around since then. Yes. It see, I just, I remember say five ish, five, six years ago. Like, like that, that's how like my, like, that's how, if you were to ask me when that all took place, that's when I would, my memory would place it, you know, maybe five, six years ago it started. So like, 10 years ago, I don't really remember that being a thing. Um, but regardless, it still fits with today because it's still an issue today. Well, remember, again, you were over here Friday night. Remember we had that thing that I told you about the, uh, this is what you think Mario looked like 30 years ago. Yes. Yeah, exactly. This is what yeah. it actually looked like. So right. yeah, you're like, we, no, that's from N64 Mario. Right. Yeah. We run into this stuff all the time where we're like, oh no, that was, you know, two, three years ago. And they're like, that was two decades ago. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only problem that I really had with this episode was I felt like everybody kind of flipped very quickly at the end. Yeah. Like Teammates. the mom who protested and, and hated the whole thing was actually like cheering Gia on. And I'm like, yeah, that was like within a, a 12 hour period. Yeah, that was definitely within. It was it was I'd say a little longer than that, but not more than like three or four days. Yeah. But the big yeah. thing was is that like Gia ran away and disappeared and never came home, and then they find out later, oh, her body was found, but she was misgendered on her identification, yeah. and as as a as a boy and not a girl, so that the body was never identified, but she was actually dead. Yeah. Um, we found that um, I can't think of his name. Um, Ian. Yeah, uh, remembers Gia from when he was in school. Um, the really the big. He remembers both timelines. That's the weird thing. Well, no, he doesn't. He remembered the original timeline. It was it was Ad, Ad, Addison that mm. was like, no, in the original timeline, this is what happened. He's like, that's right. He's like, and he's no, like, oh, I, but I still remember her dying. Well, he remembers her running away. It just happened later on. He remembers mm-hmm. like that game where she scored the winning point. But yep. he also remembers her running away after, which is in the original timeline. She never played and she ran away. That's right. Yeah. So that's that was interesting. How like history changed and like Addison remembers the original timeline and, and, you know, doesn't remember that. I really think the big story in this one is that they find footage of Ben talking to this, this person. And when, um, bartender, yeah, bartender, when Ernie Hudson, what's his name? Magic. Magic. When magic and the other woman goes to talk to her, they discover that at some point Ben had leapt into her body, but it wasn't Ben at the end when she draws the picture. It's, um, Ian. Yeah. yeah. So that was interesting. So that means he was leaping at least once he somehow yeah, left. Once. And then, yeah. and then Ben went and talked to her about yeah. what had happened. Well, no, there. no, she doesn't remember ever talking to Ben. That's right. So Ben went to talk to Ian. Yes. Who was her? But we have to remember, too, like your thought might be, oh, well, maybe Ben was in the imaging chamber, but this is footage. No, of no, ben. it's footage. Yeah. So, yeah. He was there in because in, it was captured on camera. Yep. Yeah. So, very interesting. I'm so glad they got a second season. If if they yeah. had canceled this so that we weren't getting a second season, I'd be so mad right now. I'd be like, we're never going to get answers. Yeah. I would be very pissed off, too. I don't know how many episodes we're getting. Um, I know right now we have um, like 12 on the books. 
14 on the books, I mean. Uh, there's still two more listed. I don't know if we're getting any more after that. I don't know if they just did a 14 order, 14 episode order, or we're getting a full one. I, I'm not sure, but um, I'm really digging the show either way. Oh, so much. And they keep me guessing every week, you know? Yeah. Now that we've got this Ian thing. Oh, anyway. I'm trying to remember if I watched Young Rock, if it was on or not. Um, yes, it was. Uh, this was the one, um, crap. What was he talking about? Cause they were driving away from the Jeljum. Uh, he was basically defeated. Oh, this is when he first got into acting and they kept putting him into roles where oh, he was a wrestler over and over again. I started watching that and I, I did not finish it. I need to go back and watch it, okay. but I feel like he's playing. They they started with the episode of that '70s show that he did because yeah I'm just playing a wrestler I don't know who it is because he no, no they they did that one later actually I believe oh well the, his first acting role was as his father on that '70s show oh see they he introduced two others before that um, he introduced he was on uh, Star Trek Voyager as like a gladiator um, fighting against Seven of Nine and he was. Before that, he was something else, but it was another one where he was a wrestler. All right, I don't remember. I I half remember him being on Star Trek Voyager, but I more so remember him being on um on um that '70s show. And and for whatever reason, in my mind, that was the first. Dumb, don't be that way. Let's see here. Hold on. Now I got to look it up. I need to know. Known for. Oh, I hate how this is set up. Here we go. 95 acting credits. Oh, if, if they put WWE stuff in here, that's just going to infuriate me. <laughs> yeah, I hate it when they do that. Oh, he played himself in this. Yeah, according to this, the first one is that 70s show where he played Rocky Johnson. And then on the TV series, The Net, he played uh, Brody. And then on Star Trek Voyager, he played the champion. So, yeah, so that 70s show, when he played on that, that was in 99. The Net was in 99. And then Star Trek Voyager was in 2000. The Net. Okay. So they, they put it in this order. They said The Net, then they said Voyager, and then they said uh, that 70s show. No, nope, that 70s show was first. Gotcha. <laughs> The net. Remember that because the way that they were building it up movie. in the show was like he had to play a wrestler, then he had to play a wrestler, and he was like, "I want to play something other than a wrestler." And they were like, "We want you to play your father, the wrestler." And he's like, "Damn it!" Yeah, no, that was his first acting role. Boom! Creative license they took. Anyways, I haven't watched the episode yet. I need to watch it. Uh, but I did watch. I did watch. Uh, oh, the Connors was good. Dan is doesn't like his daughters to live at home because he can't keep an eye on them because he's worried about them because he's having empty nest syndrome and it's 70 instead of, you know, 30 like a, or 40 like a normal person. Yeah. Ghosts. What do you think of ghosts? Uh, ghost was awesome. Like, I I really like this episode. Um, the I'll start off with the B story of Isaac being cheated on. <laughs> it was it was funny for them because they're such proper British guys. The uh, the Puritan ghost in the Cut other house, liaison. Oh my god, the Puritan ghost just 
I want to see more of him, but he also drove me insane. You know, he's like, aren't you Puritan? And he's like, yeah. And when I died and I didn't immediately go to heaven, I was like, well, to hell with this. And, uh, he basically is now a hedonist. Um, but yeah, so the B story was perfectly fine. It was serviceable, whatever. Um, I did enjoy the Purington, the yelling back and forth. I know you just mentioned it, but I, I thought it was hilarious. Yes, absolutely. Like Um, this is other homosexual that I told you about. I'll give you some privacy to yell back and forth. (laughs) That was Thorfinn. Yes. Um, but the main story was that um, Jay took two of the guests fishing because they were doing a, uh, a gimmick <laughs> called bait to plate, where you basically, whatever you catch, he would cook for you for dinner. And they caught a human skull and they had the forensics checked on it and it was Trevor's. And uh, so like his parents showed up and I was like, why are they conveniently showing up to a bed and breakfast now? Oh, it's because the sheriff's office let them know, Hey, we found the remains of your son. So that made sense. Uh, he finds out that his parents divorced shortly after he died. Um, he blames himself. So him and Sam decide they want to parent trap his parents. And, uh, they have some luck and some non luck. I still love Jay in all of these episodes. He's so good about the fact that he can't see the ghost, but he reacts like, like when Sam's just sitting there staring ahead, listening to Trevor's plan, he goes, Oh, I don't like it. Well, get silent for this long. No, this yep. is a bad thing. I can Yeah, tell. Long pauses don't lead to good things. I still <laughs> like when they caught the skull and Jay was just like, yeah, of course it is. And like Thorfinn's like, me thinks date, uh, you know, like uh, bait to plate is over or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but also I like it when um, like Jay's just sitting there reading the paper or looking at a magazine or something, but he's not. And Sam is like talking to somebody and Sam's just like, you mean like the parent trap? And Jay goes, well, this can't be good. You know? <laughs> I don't like the sounds of this conversation. He does such a good job of playing like he can't hear that these people are right in the room with him. And I do love the fact that every once in a while he busts out like, oh, yeah, because I'm not jealous at all that I can't interact with the ghost. <laughs> Oh, and then I like later on in the episode when they're talking about like, uh, like, I just, you know, I, I, I don't want to be alone. He's like, honey, we're never going to be alone. <laughs> yeah. You can see ghosts. We have eight <laughs> kids we have to take care of right now. Yep. So it that is a great awesome. show. I don't know. I love Jay's character, but I think I almost want him to be able to see the ghosts. Even if it's I know. an episode, I know um, it's the same way. I'll say this with um, extraordinary. It, the whole premise of extraordinary is that everybody has superpowers except for her, you know, yeah. the main character, Jen. And like, part of me really wants her to get her power because in this world, there's like a clinic that they can go to and, and have some tests done and, yeah. you know, Let's go through experimental stuff. You're so ordinary. Yeah. Um, so I want her to get a power, but at the same time, just like with Jay, I feel like it would kind of ruin the magic. It's almost like I've been wanting it for so long that it would, ju- it would just destroy it. Yeah, I get that. By the way, we're six episodes into extraordinary and it's still quite a pleasure to watch. And that's another show I need to watch. Just like I need to watch Lockwood and company. I haven't watched anything past the first episode. Have you watched any of those yet? No, no, I've got to catch yeah. up on those. And Hunters season two, I've only watched the first episode still. 
I've still got to watch that one. Yep. That's um, a me alone show though. Yeah. 1923. We haven't watched any more since it went on hiatus. We got to catch up a little bit. Uh, Three Pines. That's a show I had started on Amazon Prime with uh, Doc Ock. I haven't really watched Alfred any Molina. more of that. I'm just going to call him Doc Ock. Um, and then CSI Vegas. We, we have, we have to, I think we have an episode to watch, but uh, really the two big shows that Kate and I are really digging together are Poker Face and The Last of Us. Yep. And I would like to introduce her to you, but I can't decide if I want to start her from the beginning or because then I'd have a she, lot of catching up to do. She deserves to start from the beginning, especially where we got um, here. I was about to talk about this season, but yeah, this yeah. season ties back to the first season as well. And the second season and the third season. So I always have a lot of it would be lost yeah. on her. Yeah. That, okay. All right, then. Um. So, yeah. So there's a bunch of shows I need to catch up on that I want to. Um, but I did finish up Velma. They're already working on the second season. Yep, I did finish up Velma. Um, it's just an adult version of Scooby-Doo. It's a, it's kind of a neat take. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Have you watched any of it yet? Not yet. Nope. Okay. Well, all 10 episodes are out there. So Good. it's done. Good. <laughs> you know, it's all done. So you could, you could absolutely catch up on it. Um, yeah. Velma's a very selfish person. Yeah. In yeah. this version. Yeah. Very much so. Very much so. So. Um, do you have any Night other Court? TV shows? Oh, Night Court. You know what? I, uh, I have it on my list here and I do not believe I watched the most recent episodes. Most recent one was the um, apartment hunting. Nope. Did not watch it. Okay. Last one I saw was Dan versus dating. So I'll have to watch that to catch up. Okay. Uh, I think the only other show on my list is the last of us. Okay. Same with me. So we'll wait to the end. Uh, I watched a movie. I watched zero movies. All right. Um, well, I bought movie tickets to a couple movies. But you I only watched one. Well, I bought tickets to go see uh, Cocaine Bear next week. Yes. Yes, you did. I'm excited to go watch it. <clears throat> um, and then uh, we, I bought tickets to go to take Addison to go see Scream 6. Hmm. Um, when does that one March, come out? March 9th. It's a Thursday. We're going to the Thursday, March 9th. Okay. The early show, I guess. Excuse me very much. Um, but I watched the Netflix movie Viking Wolf. I don't know it's, that um, one. It's in it's in Nor not Norse. It's in uh Sweet I don't know if it's in Swedish or Nor it's in Norwegian. Norwegian. Um basically it's it's a it's a it's a play on an old Viking story of the Vikings raided a place and this is what they tell you in the first like three minute monologue thing. Vikings raided a place and uh, destroyed an abbey and broke open this basement like door that they're like, don't go in there. And they found like a very angry little dog and brought it home and it killed everybody on the boat and ran off in the woods. And that is the story of the Viking wolf that hides in the woods and kills people. Okay. Uh, it's in Norwegian. It's about an hour and a half long. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. I don't know if I'd say, oh, you got to watch it. It's amazing. Um, but I enjoyed it. And it's a very unique werewolf story. 
you know? Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed the hell out of it, quite frankly. So. Okay. That's well, I won't cool. say much more than that in case you want to add it to your list and, and, and throw it in. All right. So I'll check back in a couple weeks, see if you've watched it or not. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Uh, never trailers, know. news. Yep. So, uh, um, <laughs> let's see here. That was Friday. I'm going back. Where are we starting here? Strays? Okay. Doesn't yeah. that look like shit? Yeah, it does. It looks terrible. Um, so I don't. I saw a description that just said Will Ferrell as the voice of a dog, and then whatever his name is there, who plays the owner. I was like, oh wow, I love both of them. Yeah, that and looks garbage. Yeah, I watched the trailer. I was like, honey, we gotta watch this because it's about a stray dog. And she's like, okay, and we're watching it. And about halfway through, I just looked at her and I'm like, this is garbage. She's like, this is terrible. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I have to send it to Mike. She's like, why? I said, because that's the rule. Yeah. Since I watched it, he has to watch it. That's just yeah. how we do things. Yeah. And it's it's great because it's like Russian roulette almost of like, is this going to be good or is this going to be <laughs> yes, garbage? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you sent me paint, which is clearly a parody of Bob Ross. Um. I would say homage rather than parody. Okay, homage. All right, homage yeah. with Owen Wilson. It's who has the, not Bob Ross, but no, who has the perfect voice for the Bob <laughs> Ross Bob Ross s character painter character. So, uh-huh. I enjoyed that. Um, it looks good. Ooh, excuse me. Um, let's see. Oh, no, we already did that one. Da, 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 da. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, Nineteen twenty-three. 1923 is getting a season two. Nice. You said you shared that. Did I? Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, Mario Kart trailer from SNL was hilarious. I feel like you've gone back too far. I think you're going oh. back in the opposite direction. Oh, I, you know, I was flicking the wrong way, but still the Mario Kart SNL thing was hilarious. <laughs> uh, Spider-Man Noir go. is going to be coming to Amazon Prime in live action form. Yeah, not something I expected to see, but I'll take it. What's interesting about this is that um, into the or, or across the Spider Verse, the upcoming animated movie, yeah. that was one of the Spider Men that was missing was Spider Man Noir, <laughs> and he was in the first movie with yes. Nick Cage as the voice, and he doesn't seem to be appearing in the second movie, which was yeah. very interesting until this popped up, and I'm like, are they going to explain it away that he went to a universe that's live action? Right. I could dig it, though. It was basically Spider-Man in black and white. Uh, he's a gumshoe detective, wears the trench coat. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm down for it. It's more Spider-Man. Uh, apparently, scientists have predicted that by 2050, every popular show may involve Pedro Pascal escorting a magical child to safety. <laughs> <laughs> That's a meme and- I can get behind. And I'm down for it. Um, yeah, you sent me the trailer to Swarm. Still don't know what – this is a TV series. I thought this was a yeah, movie at first. I did too. I watched it, and I'm like, I don't know what this is. Essentially, it's supposed to be dealing with fan obsession over celebrities, like those fans who uh, – I'm part of – you know, Taylor Swift's, whatever they call themselves, Swifties or something. Um, people yeah. who just become absolutely obsessed with 
being part of the world of these celebrities. Yeah, that's what kind of, I guess. All right. Yep. All right. Like deadheads or no more, more extreme than that. More extreme. No, these are the people who like, you know, I'm part of this group that worships this celebrity and we will take drastic measures against anybody who talks ill of them kind of thing. Um, yeah, I don't, it didn't catch my eye enough. I'd have to see something more. I was more confused than anything after watching the trailer. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Tulsa's King season two. Uh, interesting. The showrunner left due to creative differences. Yeah. So Very I don't know if that affects the show, but I feel like Sylvester Stallone probably had a lot of a lot a lot to do with it, anyways. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he'll take over as showrunner because you know it's Sylvester Stallone; he likes to run everything. Which you know, I mean, whatever. I, I enjoyed the show. I can't imagine with him running it, it's going to be any worse because he's established himself as a good actor. I mean, a good director. Yeah, you know. Um, boo, 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 boo. Space, Space Oddity. Oddity. What'd you think of that? Um, it's Kevin Bacon in in the dad role, and Kira Sedgwick is like the director, I think, because you know they're the power couple. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be a teenage rom drama drama rama. It's romantic drama. Basically, this kid has signed up to be on the first mission to Mars. It's a one-way trip. Um, they're going to go there and, and set things up for more people. It's like the Martian, you know? And uh, he he's just going because he's like, I want to do something. And then he meets this girl, and she's like, well, maybe there's stuff here on this planet that you can love. And so he starts loving on her, and then it's like, well, I still want to go, but stay here, and... I don't know. It, it's not for me, but no, not for me sure either. Plenty of people will like it. Yeah, oh, I'm sure they will. It, it's not for me either. I just, yeah, yep, yep. All right. Uh, I sent you the trailer last night for the new Flash movie. Now, I'll be a hundred percent honest with you. I have not been excited about this movie um, okay. because. I just feel like I know that James Gunn said, oh, it's going to be the new jumping off point of the of the DCU. But like essentially everything we've seen that's leading up to this movie has been pushed off to Elseworlds and doesn't exist in the timeline. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the one guy that has been has been pretty much villainized in the media with everything he's doing, Ezra Miller, is now going to be like the Iron Man of the DCU. You know in I mean? fairness, I mean, he's been villainized in the media because he's been a villain. I mean, well, ex- well, okay, yes, but I'm just saying, all right, the man that's been a piece of shit in real life, <laughs> there uh, you go, <laughs> uh, is now going to be the focal point, or at least his movie is the jumping off focal point of the M- of of the MCU of the DCU. Yep. So I have, I've, I've like, I'll watch it at some point because I know Ben Affleck's in it, and I know Michael Keaton's in it as Batman, but we'll see what we get. Like, I haven't been excited, and I think a lot of the fans have felt that way. I think a good portion. I think there's a good portion that have been like, I can't wait. This is going to be amazing. And I think there's a big portion that's also been like, eh, whatever. And then you give us Michael Keaton in full fucking Batman costume saying, yeah, I'm Batman in the trailer. And now everybody's sold with the, uh, with the classic Michael Keaton, like 
close eyes, tilt head to the side, quick little nod, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then him like diving off the balcony and then playing the Batman music from 89 as he beats people up. Like sincerely, like I'm just like, I think I believe I sent you an all, an all caps uh, exclamation of three words. Holy fucking shit. And, um, so that's many people actually. I had a list I had to send that to. Okay. Um, yeah. Because I I'm now I'm I can't wait to see this. I I'm gonna go see it in the theaters because I want to see Michael Bat Michael Keaton Michael Batman <laughs> Michael Keaton as Batman on the big screen uh, in this movie. And yes, in the full trailer you get to see like Ben Affleck's Batman in it. We get to see uh, Supergirl. We get to see. A, a, a litany of characters. Um, so I don't, it'll be interesting to see ultimately what happens with the whole thing. So here is my thoughts on it. Uh, similar to yours, but um, like you said, Ezra Miller is a piece of shit. Um, yeah. They'll say that, you know, he's, he's going to, or they're going to rehab and, um, you know, have apologized, making amends, blah, blah, blah. Okay, whatever. That's beside the point. Um, Watching them systematically deconstruct the entire DC universe, I am not surprised that they would use essentially Flashpoint to do so. Yes, and Flashpoint does make very good sense to do it, but keep i'm sorry keep going nope that's fine uh so they're essentially you know there's a line right in the trailer it's probably the first line where michael keaton's batman you can tell it's michael keaton's voice and he says you know you could go anywhere any universe any timeline anything why are you staying here and fighting for this one and he's like because this is the one where my mom lives and i'm not going to lose her again we all know the story of barry allen blah 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 dad goes to jail for the murder of his mom framed blah 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 reverse flash Um, one of those, like I created myself kind of things. So anyway, we know the story of flashpoint. He goes back, he ends up destroying things, creating, uh, alternate universes. They have to bring them all back together. That was the whole crisis on infinite earths, blah, blah, blah flashpoint. So anyway, that being said, there was some cool visual stuff in here. Um, I really, you could tell. So when this film was shot, edited, and completed, in the original Flashpoint, they find Clark Kent. It, well, they find Kal-El buried deep underground because he was caught, I believe, by the Russians um, or the government. And they basically discovered that sunlight was his power, so they kept him isolated from the sun. That's why he was so skinny, emaciated. Like, yes. Um, yes. So, Which we see him back to in the trailer. No. We see Kara. And we don't see Superman at all. We see oh, okay. Supergirl. And Two versions of Supergirl then? Nope. Nope. Well, no, because we who's the dark-haired one then? That's Supergirl. And then we have the blonde at the end, too, of the trailer. There's no blonde at the end. Mm, yeah, she was in a white, like, jumpsuit thing. She said, my name's Kara. She was not blonde. I'm pretty sure she was blonde. Okay. Um, but what, what my point was is that they had already decided at this point in DC that they were not going to bring Henry Cavill back. They were like, no, we're not bringing Henry Cavill back. He's not Superman anymore, blah, blah, blah. So they changed the story to give us Kara slash Supergirl instead of 
you know, Superman being emaciated and then coming out to the sun and charging up and for the first time being like, oh my God, I'm a God. Um, so that is interesting. But again, I'm looking at it for, as a nerd from the outside going, yeah, the only reason that they're giving a Supergirl is because they had written off Cavill. And they were like, he's not coming back. We're not bringing him back. Which, and then I after mean, this. Yes. Yeah. After this movie was in the can, there was that whole thing of, oh, he's coming back. You know, we see the uh, Black Adam post credit scene. So they couldn't really go back and change it. But it's a different Earth. They're changing it. Cool. Good for them. Um, we didn't see any villains in this. And that's an interesting con- well, concept. We saw Zod. We saw Zod. But we also saw that one scene where Barry like pushes off what looks like either a, a, another a, Barry or a reverse Flash. Yeah, a reverse, a Flash in a black costume, if you will. Yeah, blue lightning, and um, yeah. don't know about that. Uh, also, in the Flashpoint universe, um, you know, Michael Keaton's Batman is good because he's basically Thomas Wayne. Because in that universe, Bruce was killed by the muggers in the alley instead of Thomas and Martha. Martha went insane and became that world's Joker. And Thomas became that world's Batman. So are we going to see Martha as the Joker? Probably not. They're probably streamlining this to just give us the Flash story and to destroy the DC universe and remake it from the ground up. Either way, um, I want to see it now. Where I was only, eh, I'll see it when it comes out on home video. Now I'm like, I think I need to go to the theaters and see this. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I loved seeing Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah. I don't need to go see this. Um, I just want to see him on the big screen as Batman. I, I'm excited about it, definitely. This, it won't be like... Be more. Go ahead. I was going to say this excited me more than I had been before, but yep. only for Michael Keaton as Batman. Um, mm-hmm. People are also pointing out that at one point they're riding a bat cycle through the streets and they're like, yep. is this Christian Bale's Batman? Because that bat cycle yep. looked like the Christian Bale Batman cycle. Yeah. Maybe that's we're going to cross over into another DC universe. Don't know. Well, I do know that I'm not going to like, oh, I'm going to go opening day and see it, but it's like, I do want to see it at some point. And the theater, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I I want to see him on the screen more, but yeah, like I I don't necessarily need to see this in the theaters. And especially knowing that this is the last movie of that world. It is setting up the new world like it's supposed to launch the new world. Isn't there an Aquaman movie coming out that's part of the new world? Yep. Well, no, it's it's the old world, I believe. Oh, the Aquaman movie's going to be in the Else world. Yeah, I, I believe so because Jason Momoa has already started shooting it. You know, they had that whole thing where Amber Heard's screen time was cut down. I think yes. it might already be in the can. I think it is um, already in the can. But yeah, if they're destroying everything else, I can't see where they would keep Aquaman around. Maybe after this, they'll release the Batgirl movie on home. Like, you'll be like, fuck it, let's just put it out on HBO. Maybe we can hope. You know, now yeah. they're trying to say that it was unreleasable. Um, I did find one thing. I sent you the article. Um, the guy who worked on the props for the movie, yeah. he got to set, well, one of the guys, he got to set up the different bat suits that were in the bat cave. 
And he asked for permission and they gave it to him. So he has one that is a gray suit with the 1966 Batman logo on it, two grapple guns on its hips. So it's the Adam West Batman, essentially. I mean, it's a little, it's not as comical as his was, but he got to put that in there so that they had a, uh, a representation of the Adam West Batman in the lineup. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. That's pretty damn cool. Damn cool. Fucking love Batman. <laughs> um, Actually, the girl that played Batgirl in the new Batgirl movie recently said, like, hey, I saw the cut of the movie and I thought it was incredible. So I yeah. don't know why they're saying it's unwatchable. Exactly. There, there's something else going on there. I feel like yeah. there, there's some kind of either somebody is doing this to pay somebody else off or I, I don't know. It just. Something else is going on. That's my conspiracy brain. All um, right. Anything else? Oh, yeah. One more thing. And, yeah. and I meant to talk about this last week, but we we need to talk about this at least a little bit. And that's the recent controversy with Netflix and password sharing. Have you been following this at all? I have not. Okay. So a couple weeks back, Netflix accidentally updated all of your um the faq pages for all the world uh to say hey you need to blah 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 blah. they were talking about how they're cracking down on password sharing um and then they immediately walked it back within a couple of days of outrage where people were just flipping out on them and they were like no 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 that was only intended for some of our central american and southern american countries um but since then they've rolled it out to canada and they're talking about how it's coming to the united states So the way that it works is you, Mike, have a Netflix account. When you sign in, they're going to say, is this your primary residence? And you're going to go, yeah, it's my primary residence. So if you have anybody on there, like, say, Cousin Johnny, who uses your Netflix, for instance, okay, he, every 31 days, has to come over to your primary residence and log in his laptop or his TV or whatever he's watching on in order to prove that that device is at your primary residence. If he's trying to watch it elsewhere, they will lock him out and they will say, um, we'll, we'll let you sign up your own account. We'll transfer all your data over there, but you need to have your own account. Otherwise, if you want him to keep using your account, you have to pay, I think it's like an extra seven bucks a month Hmm. for him to use that. And that's, per household that you want to have sharing. So if you have two or three people on your account that are at different houses, then you have to pay that. And they've been going back and forth and saying, Oh, well, it's not that bad. Everybody's furious. Everybody's pissed. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see over the next couple of, they said that by the end of March, they want an end to password sharing or to get paid for it. So, They've rolled it out. At, like I said, they've rolled it out in Canada. They've rolled it out in some of the Central American countries. Um, so here's my stance on that. Um, on my Netflix account, my kids use it. Yep. And they live with me and they live with their mother. And so when they're with me, so so they just like have my logged into their devices. So yep. wherever they are, they're logged into my account. Mm-hmm. They're my kids. They want, you know what I mean? So that to me is horseshit in that respect. Absolutely. You know, I guess it's different if I'm like sharing my password with my cousin so he doesn't have to have his own account. Mm-hmm. Well, like I have my mother and my sister on mine. We were all living right. together. I moved out. 
Right. But exactly. Prime they're still exactly. family. Yeah. So, yeah. so they're saying that I'm going to have to pay an extra seven dollars a month for each one of them. I believe, even if it was seven dollars a month for unlimited, that's still an extra seven dollars a month. Yeah, that's that's horseshit. So that's, that's what they're saying is that like when your kids are over at their moms, it, eventually they're going to get locked out. Like something's going to pop up and it's going to say you're not at the primary residence. Why don't you get your own account? Yeah, that's that. I have issue with that. A lot of people do. And you're right. You know, there's some people who are just like, oh, let's get together five of us as friends and just share right. an account. Right. I, like, I don't care what their reasons for it are. Nobody right. else is doing this. Right. It's like, for instance, like I pay for um, Peacock. Yep. And Mikey pays for. Well, no, that, okay, sorry. No. Yeah, I pay for Peacock. Paul uses my Peacock login. Yep. He pays for Ring of Honor TV. I use his Ring of Honor login. I pay for New Japan World. Mikey uses my New Japan World login. He pays for IWTV. I use his IWTV. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, we we share, like, that way. So, like, that way we can all have all kinds of wrestling access, but we're not spending 40 bucks a month apiece for that access. Right. And the thing is, there's two factors to this. One, these companies Mm -hmm. are still making money. They're still making good money. Yeah. Um. And two, in all honesty, with Netflix, they don't have much of a leg to stand on. When they first came out, like they were just renting movies. Then they started creating their own content, and their created content was amazing. It was like next level. Nobody else was touching them. Now everybody else is trouncing them. Like I get more out of every other streaming service than Netflix. You know, there's a few shows yeah. here and there on Netflix, Wednesday, you um that i'm excited to see stranger things eh you know it's it's long in the tooth now i like stranger things i think this next season's the last season is not it is it is yeah which is probably merited yeah but netflix like they're worried that they're losing money so find other business practices that you're doing wrong you know stop investing heavily in a show for one season and then canceling it that's nothing but a loss of money right there yeah. Um, I just I think that there's better ways that they could go about this and they're really going to alienate a lot of people. Am I going to cancel my Netflix account? Probably no. not. No. You know, no, there's still not. some stuff on there that I want to watch, but we're going to have to have a talk, you know, going to have to have a talk with my mom and sister. Hey, you guys going to get your own account or do you want to pay through mine? Like if I'm paying an extra 14 bucks a month on top of the, whatever it is, 20 bucks that I pay now, then that, that starts becoming prohibitive to occasionally watch shows on there. You know, when I can get an entire month of Apple TV plus for six bucks, you know, HBO max is what 15 bucks and I can let them watch it on my account. Exactly. Yeah. Netflix, they're like, well, if you want to watch the super ultra 4K that everybody else offers for free, uh, you're going to pay us extra per month. Yeah, that's that's horseshit as well. It is. So uh, <laughs> I saw some people out there. It, it won't come to this, but I saw some people who were like, yeah, um, Netflix basically drove video stores like Blockbuster out of the game. And now they're going to drive themselves out of the game. Yeah. Or the classic, you know. If you stay along, if you stay alive long enough, you watch yourself become the villain. (laughs) 
So yeah, I uh, I wasn't sure if you had been following all that or if you I, knew what I was have coming. heard scuttlebutt about it like many months ago, but I didn't realize that that is what had happened. So. Yeah, keep an eye on it because, like I said, their plan is by the end of March they want this get they want password sharing done, and we'll see. It, it's the same way that you know I was just reading an article tonight that uh, Angus King and Marco Rubio have now introduced a bill to get rid of TikTok because they're saying that it's allowing the uh, Chinese government to spy on Americans and collect data. I see what happens with that. Yeah. I watched something the other night that said, how bad has it gotten where things like this happen and all of us just go, okay, next. Like nothing really. Yeah. We're shooting stuff down over the skies in our country, and people are like, "Okay, whatever." Is it aliens? No. Okay, whatever. I don't know that. I would like to know more about what they're shooting down. Quite frankly, um, well, it's like that bad smell we had the other day. The odor. Remember the big odor thing? We were just. I was discussing it today with somebody, mm-hmm. and it's like I wonder if they'll ever figure out what it is, or if they'll ever tell us. You know, maybe the. You know, if if they're gonna really tell us what it is, and I I made the comment, like, you know, conspiracy theories are a lot more fun before the internet. And you could prove everything. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> so. All right. Last of Us. Um. Yeah, I believe so. Um, so this was not one of their longer episodes. It was, I guess it was standard fare. I think it was like 50 minutes or something like that. You know, it says an hour and four minutes when you watch it on HBO max, but they have like a few minutes things at the beginning and then a few things at the end. So, yeah. And Um, and technically speaking, I mean, it it was only that long, but it was kind of a continuation of last week, like really more than anything else. Yes. Cause last week's ended with, uh, with Ellie and Joel waking up with guns being pointed at them. And this yep. week opens up with, you know, um, well, it doesn't open up with Henry and Sam with their guns pointed at. We get the story of Henry and Sam of kind of like, what actually opens up with the people like celebrating that they defeated Fedra, mm-hmm. Fedra and cheering and celebrating. And then, you know, her asking where Henry was. Cause the long and the short of it is, uh, what's her name? Kathleen. She's like the leader of the resistance and her brother had been the leader of the resistance and he's dead. Uh, and she's trying to find Henry and whose little brother Sam is deaf and was sick. And basically what happened was, is that Henry was an informant for Fedra uh, to survive. Uh, and his brother had leukemia and the only medicine available Fedra had. And in order to get it, he had to give them something big. So he gave them Henry's brother, who was a great, honest man, Kathleen's brother. Yes. who was a great, honest man who was forgiving and everyone loved him and Fedra captured him and then executed him. Yep. And Kathleen's pissed. And that's what led to her raising the revolt against Fedra and destroying Fedra. And now she's hunting for Henry and Henry's been hiding out for like 10 days. So last episode. Yeah. When we saw it, when they kind of came in and she was like, wow, is that the QZ? And it was all overrun. And, you know, these people are out in the streets and they, they saw the burning bodies and stuff like that. Did you feel like this had probably been this way for months, maybe even yes. a year? Yes. And to find out that it was 10 days ago. Yeah. They went to shit fast. Yeah. Julie yeah. was like, wait a minute. This was 10 days ago. Yeah. I thought this was a lot longer. Yeah. 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 No, <laughs> it, it had just happened. 
yeah, that went downhill real fast. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so essentially, if you will, uh, Kathleen's trying to get revenge for her brother. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of leads to Henry and Sam on the run and they see Joel. They see, we get another vantage point of Joel and his shootout after the truck crashes and everything there. And then them going back to the attic and finding Joel and Ellie there. And then uh, probably my favorite dialogue of the episode. One moment. Yeah. My favorite dialogue of the episode where Henry's like, uh, if we let you up, is everything going to be okay? Yeah, it'll be okay. Well, you, your tone doesn't make me think it's going to be okay. And Ellie's like, yeah, he just talks like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> he, but he means it's fine. Tell him everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Jesus, what's wrong with you? Like, I, lo- <laughs> I think I think that's kind of my favorite. Yeah. Um, so they essentially decide to work together to get through the city so they can get out of there. Yeah, it doesn't and, take them long to realize that. Yeah. And so there's there's a lot that go it felt like a very fast episode. Like not a lot happened, but a lot happened and and you know, like they're almost near the end and like Joel is trying to keep everyone alive. Ellie is obviously his main point of main main person he's trying to keep alive. But we get Henry and Sam's backstory a little bit more. Sam's death. Henry's the only way he can talk to each other. I understand from watching the post show that Sam wasn't deaf in the video game that they made him for that for the movie, which made it for the TV show, which did make it better because it yep. made Sam more reliant on Henry. So it made Henry more vulnerable to do whatever he needed to takes to help his brother. Yep. Um you know, Henry's like, see, I told you everything's fine. And Joel's like, shut up. Why are you yeah. being so loud? Um, they, We go down. We see, like, they're down in the bunkers. And we see, like, how this is like a school or an elementary school or a pre-K or whatever it is. And, like, this is where people went underground to live, you know? Yeah. Um. Oh, you know, and we get Henry saying that he was told by Fedra that they pushed all the, what do they call them? not clickers and stuff like that, but infected infected underground, but then they cleared them all out. Mm-hmm. And then it's the last episode. We see like the ground pulsating in that one scene. And she's like, he's like, what do we do about it? Kathleen? He's like, nothing. We're going to move on. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and we also see that like, you know, like the, the head guy there tells Kathleen, like, um, you know what? We all loved your brother, but he did nothing for years. You know, yeah. under you, you've, you've given us freedom you know, we'll follow you anywhere type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, Henry, Sam and, and Joel and Ellie start getting shot at from a sniper at a window. It pins them down. Henry panics and they try to run off. And Joel's like, where are you going? You know, and then they run back because, you know, they ran off from undercover. Joel works his way around, kills the sniper. Uh, and then we hear a walkie talkie where Kathleen's like, yeah, we're on our way. And of course, that's they're right there. And so Henry, Sam and Ellie are now trapped. And Kathleen mm-hmm. and company and everyone's there. Uh, but then, yeah, the big tank plow that crashed explodes, collapses into the ground, and all the infected start charging out. And now we get this big, violent fight scene. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that? Um, I really, really enjoyed it. Um I can't remember if it was the behind the scenes thing or if it was something that I read, but basically someone was like, they did a good job of showing how the world lost. 
Yes. Because that, that's always what you kind of wonder in things like The Last of Us or The Walking Dead, you know, when the, when the, um, what's its face there? Uh, anyway, um, when you see these post-apocalyptic worlds where everything's gone and there's limited pockets yeah. of people, you always kind of wonder, well, how did we lose? Because you'll see these articles that people will write and they're like, well, you know, in the north, zombies would never survive because of snow. And so yeah. you'd be fine and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, they were like, this is a great way to show how the world lost. And yeah, they so, were overrun. <clears throat> absolutely. I overrun. mean, and then I liked it in the behind the scenes. They talked about how they got the guy that did all the body movement for the Planet of the Apes movies. To help <laughs> with the body, And he did like camps and stuff for these people. So they had... Yeah you know, really like non-human, really exaggerated body movements of how they charged and ran. Mm-hmm. And the little girl clicker was so freaky. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I loved like Ellie running around outside and then climbing into the back of that, that vehicle, that SUV or whatever to try to hide and then having to escape. And Joel just sniping everybody around her. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like you saw like when Sam and Henry are under the vehicle and they're being attacked by the by the infected and how she's like, I got my knife out. I'm going to go kill those people and save them. And how she had complete confidence that she was going to be fine because Joel's up there killing everybody around her to protect her. Yep. Which I enjoyed. Um, yeah, we have this big scene. She kind of saves them. They're running off. Kathleen pops up again and. I didn't expect her to meet that end. Kind of poetic justice, though, because, I mean, she really, really laid heavy into being the villain. You know, she says, I know why you did it. I know your reasonings for it. Yeah. And, you know, my brother wanted me to forgive you. He said that he knew I went and visited him in prison and he said that he knew why you did it. And he wanted me to forgive you. I'm not going to do that. I am going to kill you. And I'm going to kill the kids. But she's not wrong in one respect because she's like, why is your brother worth more than my brother? And that's a very important distinction to make. You know, yeah. she doesn't say, well, he was an adult and he was a leader and this and that. And he was and your brother's just a little kid with cancer and was going to die. No. Right. She's like, why is your brother more important than my brother? And she also makes the distinction. You know, he goes, he's just a kid. And she's like, so what? Kids die all the time. Yep. They die you know? every day. And that's the, the that's the horror of the real world. Like right. people well, die every day. And that's especially the horror of the world that they live in. Mm-hmm. But the little kid clicker gets on her and eats her face, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And our heroes run off and they spend the night in the hotel. And then Ellie makes a very bad mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she makes the bad mistake. Because she's trying to help, you know, she thinks, yeah, she's 14 and she's been reading these comics about superheroes and she can see that Sam's very big into superheroes. And so she's like, maybe this will work. You know what? If you didn't know a lot about science, which she doesn't remember, she doesn't even know what a seatbelt is. So if you didn't know a lot about science, uh, it's a very logical thing to assume. Yeah. If and I'm immune, like, oh, yeah. my blood is medicine. My blood's magic. So she cuts her hand and, and rubs it on his wound. Yep. And they go to bed. And then when she wakes up in the morning, he's infected and attacks her. Yep. And so I had a problem with this. My wife had a big problem, which I also do as well. But I had a problem with this. Like when Joel and 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 Henry wake up and Joel somehow loses his gun. Oh, come mm. on. Yeah. 
and Henry yeah. gets his hands on it, and then he eventually kills Sam. And yeah. then once he sees what he's done, and uh, he kills himself. Yep. So my wife's big problem that she kept saying over and over again, like when they were being attacked, how did they not get bitten? How did they not get bitten? And then when they're in the hotel room, she's like, how did they not get bitten? Why didn't someone check them to see if they were bitten? And then Sam just shows us, oh, I pull my pants up an inch, and there's a big fucking bite mark on my leg. Yep. Why didn't they check that little boy to see if he didn't bitten? I don't even understand it. Like, she's not wrong. No, no, she's not. You know, why didn't they check him? Yep. I'm surprised Joel didn't check him. Like, that shocks me. Yeah, especially where they were under the truck there and being dragged out. Yeah. You know? Um, but they bury the bodies, and then they head off in the west on foot. And then yep. the scenes from next week is, did you watch that at all? Yeah. Okay. They're in Wyoming already. That's wild. Yeah. I, I'm wondering, because he said that to uh, Henry when Henry was still alive. You know, he said, I think I'm going to have to make the rest of this journey on foot. So they're going from Missouri to Wyoming, likely on foot. You know, yeah. there could be some horseback in there. There could be some, maybe they find yeah. a car that works. I don't know. But yeah, um, I'll be interested to see when they show up there. Um, this was already a deviation from the game as it was, but I'll be interested to see if they just gloss over it. You know, if they're just like, yep, we're here now, or if there's something more to it. Now in the game, does, does Sam get infected and does Henry kill him and kill himself? Uh, yes. Hold on. Okay. Now in the, in the, uh, behind the scenes, it was interesting because like they were talking about how they don't have a lot of the infected in the last couple episodes because the infected only really appear in the game during gameplay. And there's yeah. not a lot of gameplay in the episodes because it's story building and whatnot. So like this was a exactly. big scene of the, the gameplay and we got to see the bloaters yes. for the first time. Yeah. And um, that was very cool. That was uh, practical so, effects. Yeah. So game wise, um, bloaters were introduced earlier. They were introduced back in Bill's town. Um, okay. You met the first one. Um, and I was telling Julia this. Basically, bloaters are superhuman. You know, they're the Hulk versions. Uh, but in the game, because we dealt with spores rather than tentacles, mm-hmm. um, the the bloaters would rip off parts of themselves and throw them at you and create clouds of spores. Oh, so okay. made a hazard area. Uh, made, the, made the fights even that much harder because you wanted to keep a distance from them. But then they would create these patches where you couldn't go. Um, so, yeah. Henry and Sam, very similar in the game. Sam was older in the game. He was like 12 or 13. He was close to Ellie's age, and he was not deaf. Um, I love Neil Druckmann's comment where he's like, fuck, that was so cool. I wish I had thought to make him deaf. Yeah. Um, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Druckmann. Um, But they they bonded over those comics, kind of like her pun book. The comics were a collectible that you could get in the game. Sometimes when you were separated from her as Joel, you'd find yeah. them and you'd be like, oh, Ellie, you'll like that I found this book. And you tried to find her the whole set. You know, it was worth like a trophy or something. Um, so she would always comment, oh, I don't have this one. Oh, this one, ha- you know, this is what happens in this one. So they definitely had that. The room that you saw down there that they were in, that was straight out of the game. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, it's while they were in the sewers. Uh, when they came up, they did fight the uh, the sniper. It was not one of Kathleen's men, but it was a it was a sniper, and you basically had to try to get up there with infected around. Um, yeah, makes sense. 
get up there fist to fist fight with a sniper and then you know all hell breaks loose you got to get out of town um i think they went into a radio tower in the game rather than a hotel but anyway um yes the same thing happens where basically the in the big ensuing battle sam hides the fact that he got infected that he got bit but he doesn't show ellie like he hides it from everybody and then the next day he wakes up or they wake up and he muckles on and uh same kind of thing you know where henry's like no he is my brother and then pop after the episode julia looked at me and she's like did you know this was going to happen all along i'm like yeah yeah i did you know and henry uh, killed himself in the game as well yep yep it was uh it was very tragic my buddy john uh who i met that the one who introduced me to julia um he and I have both played the game multiple times. And, you know, when this fr- show first started, he was like, I wonder how they're going to handle Henry and Sam. Cause that was pretty much the most yep. tragic thing that I've seen in the game. And I was like, yup, uh, not looking forward to that. So knowing last week when we saw, like you said, it ended on them holding them yep. hostage. And I'm like, Oh, here it comes. <laughs> so him and I were speculating. I'm like, I think they've got one episode. I said one episode at max. Cause they're trying to move this along. We got four more episodes after this. I was like, I'll be surprised if they survive in episode six. And sure enough. Really? The last few episodes, Sam, uh, Ellie and Joel have been like the secondary characters. Like they're just the ones traveling through. And we're going to introduce you to these other characters mm-hmm. that are going to be more of spotlighted than them. Right. And not just Sam and Henry, but like Kathleen and that whole group. And then like how Fedra was terrible there and Missouri yep. and everything. You know, um, yeah, so it's, it's, I don't know. Well, I'm really digging the show. Uh, four episodes left, like you said. So, um, next one's this Sunday. I don't know why we got one on Friday and then I thought about, it. oh, Super Bowl. Yeah, that was specifically it. They didn't want it to, yeah. they didn't want yeah. people to have to choose between the Super Bowl and it. So they yeah. released it on Friday. Yep. Yep. But. Cool. 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 Well, that's everything for me. Oh, that is everything for me as well. All right. I'm on Twitter. I'm Superstar Mel. I am also Twitter adjacent as the Quantum Geek G33K. That is our that's our show. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Talk to you next week. Later, later.